0: Welcome back to Chip2 Podcast. As you guys probably know, we are now on iTunes. And uh, it's about fucking time.
1: Yeah, dude, solid intro after the third time.
0: <laughs> it only took three <laughs> weeks for iTunes uh, to approve it. But uh, here we are.
1: Yeah, now we get uh, the real the real money, the big boy, the big game.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a lot easier to get people to listen on iTunes because most people have iP- iPods and iPhones and Apple products.
1: Yeah, well, I guess all the Google ones, I mean, that's all good for Android anyway. We so. had
0: one listener on,
1: really? on Google. Which wow, that's awesome.
0: I'm very appreciative for that person. <laughs> uh, because we didn't we definitely didn't push uh Google podcast at all when we were uh only on there. So, you know, yeah. well now we got iTunes, so that's all that matters. Fuck the others except <laughs> for Anchor. I love Anchor. Yeah, we yeah, don't say all that because no, I mean, we, we, we Over, take overcast. whatever we can get. Overcast is good, you know, all those that we're on. Um but uh how how's your day been? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good. It's real good. I uh I th- well, I guess I'm gonna go into. I was gonna avoid talking about sleep, but uh, I didn't sleep last night, so that's why. Because you I opened. Was, yeah, you got here. I was passed out. Yeah. But uh, I'm ready to go. We're all good. You brought some. Uh, well, I don't have it in front of me. That Japanese beer that we were talking about in the second episode. Uh, probably. Uh, I, yeah, you mentioned it before. Oh, it, it was what is it called? You, the Kirin Ichiban. Kirin Ichiban. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. We're all loomed up and ready to go with that. Yeah, so... Um, our standby, Yingling.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just get this out of the way. Uh-oh. It's not as good as the others, but uh, here's a not-so-terrifying tale... Of dumbass drivers.
1: Bum bum bum. T T D D. It's the intro. It's a. It's in work in progress. It's
0: a work in progress. Maybe one day we'll have a sounder for it and we can
1: just <laughs> put it in post. Um, right, here you go. But what is so, your T T D D today?
0: It's a not so. Oh no, so okay. This is an inflection
1: upon the original show. Yeah. So that we just started. So already changing shit.
0: I was driving to work this morning at. 630 or so and I was behind this Escalade mm-hmm. which you'd think would be a nice car but I mean it was probably 10 I, years I mean, old
1: it is a nice well okay but yeah. it is a nice car yeah a and
0: big, and big this car it is a big car but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were so we were driving it was early in the morning I was just behind him and this is not a story about him doing anything dangerous it's about what was on his uh on the back of his car uh oh yeah, somebody spray painted a dick on the back of this car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think he had any
0: idea about it? I, I imagine he has to. He just can't afford to get it to get it repainted. What color was it? It was silver, and the car was black.
1: <laughs> oh wow!
0: <laughs> this poor guy is driving around with a dick how, spray how, painted. How big?
1: How much the, of the car?
0: The entire back, like all the metal on the back.
1: Was, wow! Was like the whole trunk and bumper? Yes,
0: the, the trunk and bumper. Uh, dick and balls with a little,
1: a little stream of cum coming <laughs> out of the front. That's <laughs> okay. it. <tip. A> nice <laughs> silver Magnum dong.
0: It's so unfortunate. Wow. I was, I was like, oh, this dude has to drive everywhere with That's that. That's probably why
1: he was driving so early. <laughs> Nobody would see it.
0: It's not even that early.
1: Well, 6:30. It's early for most it people. Depending on where you're driving to.
0: Yeah, but dude was driving from Noonan ish area to... Wow, you suck. I know, I just fucked up and told everybody <laughs> where we are. So We're not there, what are you talking about? I'm not, I'm actually not in Noonan, so... Alright, we might have to cut all that. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so, he's driving to work in the morning, he got a big old dong on the back.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe he did it himself.
0: Could have, might just like the attention.
1: Yeah, maybe that'll get him out of a ticket or something. Just laugh about it? Just yeah, maybe the... Make the cop, cop laugh? Well yeah, but maybe he's speeding or something. And then like they pull I'm him over and he's like, Man, you know, I just had I just a I got, shit day. yeah, I got I had to escape this group of criminals that were spray painting, you know, dicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sir, did you know you have a phallus on the back of your vehicle?
1: What <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that, that could work in his favor.
0: <laughs> it mean, might. I mean, you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I was just rushing home because I'm driving through a school zone, and I know I was speeding, but I have a penis spray paint on the back, and I just <laughs> you didn't, didn't want... to notice, any- <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want the kids to see it. So I was just trying to get home quickly so that nobody could see it, and I could try and get it cleaned off.
1: Yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah. That's the thing of the future now. You're going to see dicks on every Escalade now.
0: I'm thinking about doing it myself. <laughs> Not that I'm driving my own truck right now. I'm driving a company vehicle because my truck's in the shop. Um, Well, yeah, that's even better. You
1: save the company (laughs) money. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm pretty sure I get fired. That would be a cool way to get fired. No, maybe not. not. That's
0: not not worth the firing. Um, uh, Speaking of phalluses, since Uh, that's the end of the story, speaking of phalluses... Uh I was speaking to a coworker who had listened to the podcast and talking this about podcast? This podcast? They listened
1: to this podcast? Not
0: this one. The one the episode before.
1: Oh, I mean yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. They listened to the podcast? Wow.
0: Yeah. And we in the last episode we were talking about a guy who dipped his balls in salsa. Um, okay. and she had the same question I did, which is, I wonder if that burned. And I said, I don't know. So you might just You know, what I said in the podcast. So she went
1: home and tried it. No.
0: (laughs) But she told me a story about her husband who was... uh, I guess they ordered something from... you know kind of like a Blue Apron type service where you make the food at home.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, A meal prep service. Yeah.
0: And he was cutting up spicy peppers and then went and washed his hands and then went to pee. Touched his dick. And then she said... she said that he was calling for his mother-in-law. Bring me the milk. Bring me the milk. Bring me the milk. And then she brings milk to him, and then he just poured all just milk all over his dick because oh, it was just Jesus. burning. Said it was one of the worst sensations of his life. And did milk help? I don't know. I, I wasn't talking to him. I was talking to her.
1: She was just telling me how funny it was. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Is interesting though. Like any time, like you kind of go to milk. As, like, the one relief thing, but I, I haven't it been proven or something that milk isn't the best thing? I don't know, I've never tried it. I don't typically eat spicy things so I think Mythbusters did that, didn't they? They like tried to say what was the best relief, yeah. I, I'm pretty I feel sure like that it they was did. like an even split between water and
0: milk. I, I, if I had to guess, it's probably the truth because uh, we'll figure it out, it's probably just wet liquid. liquid that is wet yeah that's a whole thing we can get into i don't want to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) i don't have the brain power to
1: to have that discussion um anyway geez yeah yeah that sucks why would you well i guess he didn't do it on purpose no of course not our friend in the last uh, story
0: yeah but so that answers the question of uh would spicy salsa burn your balls and/or penis? And it I mean, would it, seem
1: that it would. It was a question. I I just assumed it would.
0: Well, I thought it would too. But then also, I thought maybe not because it's still skin. I guess it's
1: extremely sensitive skin, so kind of makes sense. Well, it doesn't it have like that? I have no idea what the chemical is, but there's like like you know like pepper spray, or whatever has that. What is the chemical? There's like a certain chemical that's in. Uh, you know, spicy food. That's what makes it spicy. I it's don't like, know. Let's use
0: this. Uh, this. If only we had a computer in our hand. Yeah, if only we had this small
1: six-inch little. Oh wow, uh, computer. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, uh, it's got. It's like lysin. I want to say ricin because of like Breaking Bad, but that's not yeah, it. That's <laughs> definitely not it. Um, I don't. Know. Anyway, it's in uh, pepper spray. And obviously that, you know, if you ever get that in the eyes or even on your hands or something, it, like, hurts. Yeah. It's uh, probably taken... It's taken the salsa to the balls to, like, 11. Well, (laughs) obviously... Peppers spray yourself.
0: All I'm finding is... Or somebody else. All I'm finding is what causes the burn... Or not what causes the burn, like, how it works. Which doesn't really... It's not really teaching or explaining why. Um, Let's see here. It's going to take...
1: Well, this is a long... No, you know what I got? What's that? The answer. It's a capsaicinoid. Okay. Cap Capsaicin. Capsaicin, that's what I was trying to think of. Okay, yeah. Uh. Yeah, C-A-P-S-A-I-C-I-N.
0: Which is in most peppers, I imagine.
1: Yeah, it's a... It's a compound that is produced by... Chili peppers. Okay. And actually it's it's also certain mammals and fungi created as well as a deterrent against predators. Interesting. That'd be cool. What if like you were getting attacked by a bear and you just like ejected like li- like the spicy like sriracha just came out of your body? <laughs> right
0: into their eyes. Well that or
1: like if they were biting you.
0: Oh then they might like it more.
1: Yeah, that might not work well. I for feel us.
0: like I feel like most people like sriracha. Yeah, I okay.
1: I say sriracha, but I was just a joke. But I mean, just like straight chemical that's gonna burn the shit out of them. Burn, yeah. Like
0: that—that that might deter them. Honestly, I, if, if bit- I think it would, if, if the taste of bitterness <laughs> Unless will deter you get them. Let's take
1: one of those crazy guys that gets pepper sprayed and tased twenty times. Oh and my gosh, has no problem. See, those guys are on PCP. That is <laughs> not the same thing as me. <laughs> those able to people don't count. No, They're they zombies. Don't. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but so the same same coworker was mm-hmm. telling me about something that um, one of her friends did when she was in college, I guess. Obviously, I'm not going to name names because that's not right. Oh, this sounds like a good story then. It's pretty good. Um, so they were working at a place, an ice cream shop. I'm not going to say which ice cream shop it is either. Oh, my
1: God, dude. Just get to the story. Just, all right. So... <clears throat>
0: She convinced. I'm sorry, Nick. She convinced the the girl that was working there. Cause she wasn't, to put a pube in a dickhead customer's milkshake. Wait, she convinced somebody to do she, it. She, yeah, she convinced the lady that worked there. What's her name? I'm I writing it down. I don't know <laughs> her name actually. I don't know the co- the the lady who worked there's name. Um, so they got they got a male coworker to pull a pube out, and What's they wrong put with it, female pubes. I imagine that they probably um, <laughs> maybe they just they're didn't in college. Have them. So they might
1: not have had them. Oh, I got it. Yeah. So, trying to, trying to please everybody. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay, so the guy did it, and did yeah, anything so, come out of it?
0: Yeah. That sounded apparently, weird. I mean,
1: did anything happen because of it? <laughs>
0: apparently, the customer came back because they found the
1: pube. Oh. Which, how, how do you find a pube in a milkshake? Did they give your know. dissertation on what a pube is? Did they say, like, this is definitely a pube? <laughs> Or did they say, oh, I found a hair. I don't know. I don't know. She told me that they said they they found a pube
0: is what she told me. Oh, so they knew. Probably. I mean, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. We don't need to revisit that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, so that's the end of that story. Wow, so they
1: found it and that was it.
0: Yeah, so these are the conversations. But no no
1: crazy uh, legal dispute or videos were made.
0: No, it was back in the day before everybody had, had phones that recorded and they always had them out.
1: Right, right. Yeah, back when there was not somebody you being recorded at all times.
0: Exactly, yeah. Wow. Um So I've I've got one more thing that I want to talk about before we can really get one into this. One more thing, dude. We just started. So, <clears throat> we're Atlanta United fans. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in they Atlanta. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. And apparently they're transitioning to a
1: oh yeah I saw cashless this. yeah stadium. I saw that. Tell that's me that's not crazy. It's gonna it's gonna be a rough transition.
0: Well, it's well. See, what's what's cool that they're doing is they're doing they're, like
1: those reverse ATMs. Yeah,
0: right? they're doing kiosks that you can get like cards that are Mercedes Benz cards, basically. Yeah, yeah. And if you still want to carry cash, it's like going to David Busters now. Exactly, um, or you just carry your own card. It's
1: yeah, or you just move into the year twenty nineteen and don't carry cash. Yeah,
0: but I feel like <laughs> this is a step towards. The government being able to control all of our money. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Getting a little conspiratorial here, but if there's no more cash, then all they have to do is delete numbers on a website, basically, and you got no
1: more money. Yeah, I wonder how much, how, mi- how like like because obviously Mercedes-Benz is opening what three four years ago now. No, two. <laughs> it's only been two. Yeah,
0: this is only the third season.
1: I thought it have been at least. Well, they 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 had a season with football before. Which was the year? Okay. Anyway, yeah, it, so they've, only they've been, been around to... for you know a couple of years now. Very yeah. successful. They have like the cheap uh, concession stands, all that kind of stuff. Everything's been good. The stadium itself is awesome. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you think this is gonna hurt them? I don't think
0: it's gonna hurt them. Uh, but what they're gonna do now is you know everything's a round number there, like as yeah. far as cost because it's easier. They don't have to do coins. Right, um, but now they're going to be able to move away from that, and they'll probably change prices. You think? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll necessarily be more expensive, but they'll probably start doing like the ninety-nine cent stuff again, right? Or or fifty cent stuff like that. Yeah, just nickel so, and
1: diamond because now it's on a card or it's you know you're not having to deal with the physical.
0: Yeah, with with making currency. change. Yeah, and it's gonna, it's going to speed up lines, I imagine, uh, which will be nice if you're watching a game. But I don't think that. It's going to. I don't think it's actually going to hurt, or uh, I don't think it's going to hurt or help them really in any way. Uh, it might help them with money, but I don't think it's going to change
1: uh, numbers for games. Yeah, I. I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. Uh, just big move to go towards. I guess there will be a transition period, but I mean, unless they're just going to go. They're just going right in and just in the middle starting of this, this date. No the middle of cash. this
0: month. I can look it up, but uh, I'm not going to look it up. The middle, well, the middle of this month, they're March. They're going to. I'm sure we'll be there soon. I definitely want to go to. A, I think a it's Atlanta the United, United Game or two. The, so. I think the first home game. Hmm. The first home game of the season. So next Sunday. Yeah, is going to be. Yeah, wow. The first
1: day of all card. No more cash. Wow. Well, I'm pro- I'm not going to that game, but I'd like to see what happens.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure we can find numbers or stuff like that also, this is just a little side note. Apparently uh the stadium has been inflating their numbers of attendance. Really? Yeah. I don't know how That's... significantly. I think it's by a couple thousand. Are you serious? Yeah. So I need to try and I this story I actually do want to find.
1: So um But the but yeah, apparently that, that would be insane because like now with how many records we've set in attendance. Yeah especially for Atlanta United, that would be I mean it wouldn't hurt because we broke the record by, like, 30,000 a bunch, so it wouldn't hurt that bad if it was only a couple thousand, but still, that would be interesting.
0: Yeah, it, that it's, jeez, let's see. Um,
1: I'm vamping, I'm yeah. vamping, <laughs> I'm vamping. So,
0: oh, dude, what? Oh, it might, be, it might be money made that they're inflating. Let me see.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they okay,
0: it. yeah, it says by the time Super Bowl Fifty Three has been decided on the U- oh, this is is, this old. That, is that old news? That's not what I was thinking of. I can't find the stupid fucking article now. Well, um, it was a cool thought for its announced attendance fee. So this one's about this is two thousand sixteen. I can't find it. Whatever. I heard about this. Obviously, I can't fucking find an article about it. So it might be wrong.
1: I mean, that would be an interesting article to begin with, even if it was, you know, not true. But because, I mean, having that brand-new stadium be that successful, um, especially with, you know, the cheap concessions and whatnot, I mean, they obviously want to broadcast how well this is doing so other, you know, cities and stadiums can catch on. Yeah, I don't know how
0: you can lie about ticket sales like that when literally you pack out an entire stadium. So as far as breaking that record goes with 73,000 people, there were seventy-three thousand people because they actually sold out every single seat, and there are people in every single seat. I thought it was more than seventy-three.
1: If you open up the big row, the big top nosebleeds, right? Doesn't it go to like eighty? I I thought it was seventy. I thought seventy-three or seventy-four was the
0: max. But I I actually found out the date that they're going to start doing the cashless transactions for Atlanta oh, United. Yeah. It's going to be on the the home opener on March tenth. So from so the day that this is released, it's literally three days. So that's yeah. Sunday. Or Monday?
1: No, it's Sunday. Is it it's Sunday? FC, FC Cincinnati's, uh is who we're playing for the home opener. So. Is that a new team? Yeah. This is their inaugural season. Dang. Well, we got to shut that shit down real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Freaking, obviously, we had a rough start with DC United on yeah, Sunday. But that was, a, that was an interesting game, though, because... Uh, Rooney and DC United had it together like last season. Like when Rooney started and halfway through the season, they started locking it down, but it was too late. Yep. And now you know they got a solid beginning it, because they're not dealing with Concacaf like we are either. So they had a good preseason, and now now we're just uh, we just went right into that game. And originally they weren't even going to put in. Uh, well, I didn't seem like they were going to put in uh, PD or Gressel. And then they ended up doing it anyway, and we still... I mean, I'm glad they did. Yeah. I would love to see them play more. But, you know, now we got Wednesday. We got the game in Mexico for the CONCACAF, so...
0: Yeah, it's a real... That was a real rough start. Uh, but, like you're saying, you kind of have to... kind of have to take the good with the bad. So we're in the, the CONCACAF, which takes a lot of energy and a lot of time out of the team's ability to practice... For specific teams, because usually you'll, the week of you'll do some training that's kind of catered towards the team that you're going to be playing. And if you're focusing on the international play, it's a little bit it's a little bit more difficult to focus on these what games would appear to be smaller, especially the very beginning of a season. Like you can always come back from that, but
1: that was a real rough game to start with because it's, actually, it's the third consecutive, obviously the third season, but third consecutive loss season opener.
0: Yeah, which.
1: Obviously, based on the past <laughs> few seasons, <laughs> losing... It doesn't mean much. It
0: does not mean much at all. Because with the lost talent and the gained talent, it's going to take some time for Atlanta and I to get settled again, right. uh, I imagine. Because a lot of young players. So it, it's going to take them some time yeah, to get comfortable. Yeah, it's also just tightening
1: it up because it's like Petey was, didn't really get a full preseason to begin with. Like yeah. He just kind of he joined last... Not last minute, but right before the, you know, the CONCACAF game, so...
0: Yeah, so I, I think that they're going to be looking good, uh, if I had to guess, obviously, because, I mean, they've been tearing it up the past two seasons. Oh, yeah. So I imagine that once they get their bearings and they're a little bit more yeah. comfortable.
1: Once it's tightened up, dude, especially if they get past these talking cams, games, if we stay in. I mean, this is the quarterfinal on Wednesday, and I think it's the following Wednesday is the second leg. But after that, the games space out because the end of the championship uh, isn't until May. Yeah. So like the games will space out, and then it'll give us more time to prepare for regular season stuff.
0: Yeah, it it it
1: really is difficult to play multiple games in a week. Well, especially yeah, for especially if you're traveling. Newer, yeah, they like they're already in Mexico for the for the next game, and they
0: just played like two days ago, a day ago. Yeah, on Sunday. So. Sunday? Yeah, so two days ago from when we're recording. Yeah, I'm sure so, they
1: were there almost immediately.
0: Yeah, I can I can only imagine how bad that jet lag has to be, at least on one of those trips. So. I mean, it's
1: it's not. It's only like a couple hour time difference. Still, I mean. Yeah, I mean, obviously, having to be up and train all day, it can't be easy.
0: And I mean, I played soccer for years, and just practicing three days a week, which is not doesn't even compare to them because obviously this is their job. So they practice like five days a week, probably, and then they play a game. Just practicing three days a week in three different cities, because. We would practice near us. Then we had to practice an hour away, one direction, an hour away, the other direction because we had basically was a three-way split on the team. Uh, w- like a third lived in one area, a third lived in the other, and the other third uh, close to where we are. Right. And <clears throat> it was just, just driving that hour just sucks. And, and I can only imagine having to fly across the country.
1: Yeah, not to mention like – I mean, obviously they're professionals, but the mental – Part of it too is just being prepared for the next game, like, yeah, and especially in a championship. And it's completely different styles of play because, uh, well, that's the other thing. They're playing against teams in a totally different, like, we're MLS, they're playing in a different league, yeah. um, which I think is they're they're like mid season, so they're already they, like in that. form, yeah, essentially. So, like, we're it's not easy games,
0: definitely like, not. I mean, we you can tell it from the first game. Yeah, where they Two, lost 3-1. Three three one. One.
1: Yeah, so it's... But they cleaned that shit up in Kennesaw. Yeah, they the they, beat, leg. they beat the pants off
0: of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was rough.
1: Hey, real quick, I, uh, Mercedes-Benz has a seating capacity of 71,000. 71. But it is expandable to seat over 80,000 for holy, special events. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I knew that because they don't open that very top bit, you know, for... Like, I think they obviously did for the Super Bowl and things like that. But for a normal game, they wouldn't. Yeah, we'll see what Super Bowl attendance was. I'm sure it was announced, but I just didn't see it.
0: Yeah, but uh, in the vein of Atlanta United, when you play somebody who's out of the league with yours, it's very rough to try and figure out the way they play because you might have tape on the that shows them playing in their league, but the problem is is like with D.C. United, if they had more time to focus on them, they they play so many games against them in a season mm-hmm. that you figure them out, really. You, oh, you yeah. start figuring them out. You figure out the coaches because you know the coaches. Right. So you, you start figuring it out. But when you're playing against a team in Mexico that you've probably seen, like obviously you have the tape so you can watch them play their last handful of games or kind of try and pick up on their style, but you don't – see
1: them all the time. It's that, it's that like figuring out them, but it's also figuring out what they're going to, because now with the, with Frank, the new coach. Yep. DeBoer, DeBoer, um, but yeah, having him figure out what he wants to do with everything, because obviously that didn't prove well in the first game with, uh, they had Bellow play the whole game and, you know, he didn't, I mean, he wasn't the strongest player and we had some, you know, crucial mistakes, but, on, you know, it's just tightening that up, uh, coached a team and having, like, even with the addition of PD and even, like, where players are, are at now, like, Gressel's uh, up more, um, same thing, uh, new player, Brick uh, Shea, who was very crucial, especially in the second leg of that of uh, the first round, like, just phenomenal play, so, yeah, uh, just, I mean, tightening that up, I mean, it's Hopefully, you know it proves well for the for MLS at least.
0: Yeah, there was a level
1: of understanding between Tata and. <laughs> we were saying this the other day. Uh, I think while I was watching the game Sunday, I was with with Tata. I feel like it, he was like the mob boss. Yeah. Like he, he he was just like he stood there and he said it and you did it and yeah. it just happened. And like from what from interviews and things I've seen with the new coach Frank. Um, I'm just gonna call him Frank. I think it's That's I think it's great. I I just not the easiest way to say DeBoer no. every time, but uh, but yeah, he he seems a lot more hands on because he he talks a lot about how like his playing experience and things like that. So he seems like super more in integral in like m- being there and si- making sure hands on of what's happening. Yeah. whereas like if, like I I maybe I'm at a disadvantage here because I didn't. Really get catch as many interviews with Tata or things like that, but I just it just from feel of that like what do you know about him. He just seems like he just sits back, and he he just says that you did it, yeah, and, and things happened. Well, so th- that's and all. he didn't have to do too much either, like with Miggy and with everybody last season. So. Yeah,
0: it, and with that being their second season, he had already learned kind of the dynamic between the players and their style. Of right, play. he didn't
1: have he didn't have to do
0: much. So. He, th- there's also different types of coaching. Like, I've had coaches that were very, like, like, every single thing. Like, they were telling you what to do. They were trying to, like, they wanted to be that guy that that was very hands-on and was very, like, when they're doing this, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I've also had coaches where they're really laid, they're not laid back because they want, they want you to do well, but they're laid back in a sense where they're like, okay, these are positions I want you to play during practice we have practiced the way you position yourself like he Mm -hmm. gives you the tools and expects you to make the decisions to do it properly which obviously if you if you fuck up bad enough he'll be like hey you're doing this wrong you need to adjust your body this way it's more technical stuff as opposed to like big picture like right get like you need to like it's typically positioning things or whatever so i guess it's more of a big picture as opposed to really technical like nitty-gritty like when they're shifting this way, shift this way, like that sort of stuff, which I can imagine, which I do know, that going from one style of coaching to the next is very hard to get comfortable with because I've, I've had, I have had probably five or six different coaches when I was playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And with each coach being different, it's hard to get accustomed to the style of play that they have and that they expect. So for the team, it's going to take them some getting used to the style of playing, especially the newer players that just recently signed on, um, as well as the coach trying to figure out the way that the team meshes
1: together very well. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget when I I played uh, in rec league. Um, there was we had we had a main coach, which was somebody's dad, um, and he was very hands on and things like that, and very like if we ran laps, he ran with us, kind of stuff. Then like one week or two. Uh, he was sick, so somebody else's dad had came in, mm-hmm. and just he was a little bit more, I don't know. I, I guess if we're going to do the opposing, like big picture versus the technical, I would say he's leaning towards more of the big picture because he, he seemed like an older guy, so he, he wasn't going to you know do as much, and plus he was filling in. Yeah. But I'll never forget because that week, because week, it was always like Saturday games, um, that week I, because I was usually a defensive player, I was always like center, uh, center D or, big. or mid- yeah, but, uh, but uh, he put me up to, like, just, like, left wing or something like a forward, as yeah. what we called it, um, and I scored, like, four goals. Like, yeah, just I'm- because I was – I had the same mentality of, like, being aggressive, keeping it off the back, our back pitch, but I was just up in their grill the entire time. And, obviously, it helps when – you know the t- the other team isn't ne- necessarily the best, <laughs> but I I would never forget that because I was just like up there and like in it scoring goals and it was awesome, but I, it was just him saying you know what you do this let's change it up.
0: Yeah, no, sometimes that works. Sometimes you just got to mix it up. But I'm, I guess when you're playing professionally, you can't really do that because you play a specific position.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's a lot more. But sometimes it's down to a science then.
0: Yeah, but sometimes mixing things up as a team makes a big difference. Well,
1: especially in like I'm referencing Reckley. Of I mean, course. People like who knows if you could you could be whatever position you want to be. It doesn't really matter at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that was that was a fun time because like my, my my grandma was at that game. <laughs> oh, I bet she was <laughs> freaking excited. Yeah, my mom my mom my mom's thought. <laughs> My mom thought I was on crack <laughs> cuz I was running <laughs> around so much.
0: Man, just real quick, this quick little story when I when I played rec, before I started playing uh, travel. I was playing goalie for
1: the first time that season and uh Do you like playing goalie? I fucking hated it, dude. I I only did it a couple times, but it was pretty fun. Like, like I I liked it, but I I honestly I liked being more in the game.
0: Yeah, at at the time I wanted to play goalie, but then I went out and I caught the and uh, I got the ball and I rolled over and I wrapped it up uh and this guy came oh, no. and he kicked my arm so hard it broke. Oh that um, sucks. Yeah, so that I, was in rec league? Yeah. Holy crap. So I, I picked up the ball with my I broke. How my, old were you then? Thirteen and 13, oh, okay. something like that. It was it was yes. right before I started playing travel. So I was probably eleven or twelve. So I I pick up the ball with my right hand, which is the wrist that's broken. Uh-huh. And my hand goes limp. I drop the ball, and I just kick it. Uh, and then my team's like, drop to a knee, drop to a knee. Well, as I'm going down to the knee, the ref hadn't seen me yet, and they get the ball and they score on me. I just sit there and watch it go, go past me. My dad pulls me out because he's my coach for rec. And he's looking at it. I'm, he's like, I think it might be broken. I said, okay. I um, said, so I still want to play. Put me in the field. <laughs> And my mom came around and said, if you put him in that game, she like, I'm going to be extremely pissed off. Um, uh, yeah. He put me bit. in the game. Oh, no. So we, we wrapped my wrist with tape really tight. And I went out and, and played. We lost the game really badly. But the guy who, um, who broke my arm, he knew my arm was really bad. I was just all fucked up. So he kept on trying to push me onto that arm, oh, trying to knock Jesus. me over. Um what a dick, kid. Yeah, I mean that. That's Kids pretty much that. It's pretty much that story. But I mean, I've broken a friend of ours, Hiro. I don't know if you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I think you I know with him in middle school. Yeah. yeah,
0: he he broke my leg um, when we were Hiro young. Did? Yeah, when we were younger, and then I got my arm broken, and then while I was playing travel my senior year, tore my ACL. It's a rough... Uh, yeah, you're just a fragile being. <laughs> See, I'm a tank, dude. People people say that soccer's not a contact sport, but you can get pretty oh, no, fucked it, up. I mean,
1: yeah, there's some, especially in the younger leagues when people don't, you know, there's not a lot of flailing. It's a lot of just full force into things.
0: I'd say that there's just as much, uh, when you get higher up, the only difference is you know how to make it not look as bad. Right. Um,
1: when you're a kid, you just don't understand how to hide it. Well, yeah, that, that's like the the other thing. I, I've i told you this story before, but when we played in middle school, you remember playing Smoky Road? Yeah. And Smoky Road... A bunch I, of football we're just, players. We're just going to give away all our locations it's here. It's fine. A bunch of football Who players. Cares. Yeah, it's like all football players, like on the off-season, just doing a lot of cardio. Just trying to stay around. in shape. Like in pretty decent-sized beings, which I was, you know, I'm pretty much the same size as them. But uh, we, we would play, and... I got I th- I got like the yellow card or so just because that like cause they were just just come into you and you know you can use your shoulder but I would just I would just, just lay back them into them and they would yeah. fall right over. So <laughs> it was it was not the not the best games but like it was just interesting with how big they were and they'd still give me the card.
0: Yeah, I um when I was younger so when I was playing travel but I was probably I was probably fifteen or so before I had I had a coach that really just beat aggression out of me and turned me into a little bit of a bitch and I, <laughs> I stopped I stopped playing as well. But before that, I was what you would call an enforcer. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm small, but I knew how to topple people. So right. if somebody was, there's this kid on my team. It was real short, real real small guy. And if he was getting picked on, there was one game in particular I remember he got shoved over. And I came from center field all the way to the left, sprinted, saw this guy coming. He had the ball. He was going with the ball. I just put arms into him and just laid his ass out. (laughs) I get yellow, obviously. but You get
1: ejected for some shit like that. Nah, 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 nah.
0: Not not at that age. Usually they wouldn't do it. Um,
1: But But (laughs) they can see that you meant to do that. Oh, yeah. They will get you out of there. It
0: was blatant, but, um, you know. That was my that was my character until it got beat out of me and then my senior year was when I finally got out of my head and stopped being such a bitch and actually <laughs> wasn't scared to challenge people for the ball and I started playing really well, won a national tournament and then tear my ACL. So oh,
1: Darn. That's the end of that. Sad life. See I just I played soccer and then I joined band and then I was done with soccer. Yeah. Well. But uh yeah, it was still fun. I still would like to go out and play just you know, with all of our friends, maybe it's so fun to go do.
0: Maybe we can get in shape.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's honestly that's the main point now. Yeah, not just th- trying to get you know some cardio going. Yeah, as
0: small as I am and as little fat as I have on my body, I have terrible stamina. I can't run for shit. Like I'm so out of shape. It's not even
1: funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not as thin as you, but it's a. Uh, it's definitely something to work on.
0: It's hard to be as thin as me. <laughs> yeah, I have literally eight percent body fat. Eight percent. How do you measure that? Um, so my mom Get works a for scale out. Yeah, my mom works for this company who um, it's like it's for people to lose weight, like in a healthy way, and they she ha- she got this the scale that connects to an app, and you put in like your weight, your age, your height, and all that stuff, and then um it connects through Bluetooth to that scale and it'll tell you your body fat
1: percentage and stuff like that. So What's, so um I knew this all at one point, but like BMI, yeah that, that's like your body mass index. Is that factor into your fat percentage? Um no that that's more um
0: that's a pretty rudimentary scale that doctors use not a lot of doctors they usually
1: use it for like judging obesity and things like that. Yeah, which right?
0: which is bullshit because um I am technically in like the money zone, but I'm pretty sure I'm underweight for how tall I am. Like I'm very skinny. Right. Um. But like because of the height of my mom, which she doesn't weigh much, uh, because of the height of her, she and her build, Mm -hmm. she is considered like overweight. Yeah, overweight, which is bullshit. Because all of her, any doctor she's ever had said that's that's not right. Because you're not. And she yeah, is.
1: It's, it's just the numbers. Yeah. You.
0: Yeah. So it's based on height, basically.
1: Yeah. That's and age. What, that's what my problem is too. I'm not overweight. Oh no. I'm you, just.
0: You've, <laughs> you've got a dad bod, and you don't even have a kid.
1: <laughs> dad bod. I don't think I'm that. I'm not that far off. No. But I, I, if I if I keep going the way I am, I'm definitely gonna have a big gut. Yeah. I mean, drink as much beer as you do. Yeah. I put I put some beers away, but I got I can work on it. I'm not I'm not I'm like. You know, I'm middle of the road. Like, I, I, I have a choice right now. <laughs> and, you can make the decision. right and now. Like, if I go one way, it's probably a hard way back. If I do, so most likely, I gotta, I gotta work on it. That's like, let's go play some soccer, dude.
0: <laughs> you know, you know who went really hard down that Dad bod street?
1: One of our friends? Or just... yeah, yep. Uh oh, Tyler. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I was about to say, are we calling somebody out right now? No, no. Tyler owns so Tyler that knows. shit. He totally, Tyler owns that shit.
0: Yeah. Wh- What's what's good is that he has a kid. But
1: um, <laughs> he fits the he fits the description.
0: But he you know, he's in the navy and he had and when he was on the sub, he would lose a lot of weight and come back like real like skinny and he would like look good. Um and he still looks good. You, the only difference that. is is that he gains you, a you'd lot hit of that. weight. Oh of course I'd <laughs> hit that. Are you kidding me, Tyler? <laughs> He's got that all day. He's every got that, day, he's got that Kentucky sweater, baby. That, <laughs> all that body hair. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, he. Um, but now that he's been home, because he's been dry docked, yeah. all he does is eat like real food. Yeah. Whereas before, he he only had three months to eat real food, and then he lost all the weight on the on the sub. And now he's yeah, uh, I gotta
1: do that. Just spend three months eating only sub sub grub. Just
0: shit food. Yeah. Yeah, but so now he's got like full blown dad bod, and it's funny. See him go from BMX Tyler to Dad Tyler.
1: Yeah, it's a so definitely a full transition there. It's huge. You are getting married now, dude. You got some something to look forward to. Yeah, I am looking forward to having kids. He got married a couple years ago now. Yeah, I think it's it's at least been two. Well, it's two. There you go, falling in. In his was- I think it was
0: it was two on in Jul- on July third. I think it was two years this year. Nice. He's gonna judge us year.
1: for that information.
0: Yeah, cause I it's probably not right. I know I know July third is his uh, was his wedding day because he was off for July fourth. That's right.
1: He had he had to leave already. So they got married while they were here. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um all right, well, you we got through some of your topics. We rolled around a little bit. I got a couple things here. I don't know what to go and do first. I guess the first thing that I thought was funny was right now, um, as of today, there's like this challenge thing going on. It's the Vans Challenge. Have I you think, heard of this? No, what is it? It's just like this funny phenomenon, which it just makes sense with how the shoes are made. But there's people just throwing their Vans. Like, they're recording it, and they're just throwing the vans. Yeah. And they always land. Like soles down? W- yeah, soles down. Well, I mean,
0: they're made out of canvas and thick-ass <laughs> soles.
1: Yeah, which is, like, when the first time I saw it, I was like, well, yeah, it makes sense. Like, it's a weighted bottom, you know? It's like, yeah. if you have loaded dice, it's going to be the same thing. But uh, I, I, more and more that I watched this, I was like, wow, it really does happen every time. It's <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> but then, like, of course, some people are doing it, and it's not working, and they're yeah. just like, what? It's not real. They're the like, like cats cause, of shoes. Because then, like, just the the viralness of it is, like, people freaking out and calling it, like, this cool, crazy thing. But, you know, it's just, like, physics. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just so normal. Shit. Oh, wow. You
0: guys found science. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I just thought it was so funny because then I even got looped in. I was just like, "What?" I'm just scrolling down Every this single video. One. It's, uh, it happened again. What? It happened again. <laughs> uh, it's like, it, of course it's going to happen again. But it's funny. just funny.
0: When the top weighs like 20 ounces and the bottom, I don't even know, 20 ounces seems like a lot. When the top weighs like three ounces and yeah, the soles like, weigh a yeah, pound.
1: It, it just makes sense, but it's just funny because <laughs> now yeah. it's like this viral thing. It's so funny. It took so long for it, people to actually realize that that happens. Well, and then the first thing I thought, because I saw a vans challenge and I just saw people throwing vans, I thought it was like people just flexing on how many pairs of vans they own. Yeah and i was like dude i got to get on this cuz i got yeah, if i fun. digged them out of my trash bag of dug. vans i got <laughs> you dug them dug what? them out not you, digged them you know words <laughs> uh but anyway i i just i could throw a hundred pair of vans real quick but uh 100? not okay not that many i'm not a hoarder but you know i could throw a decent amount of vans on my kitchen floor and like make a video out of it but probably i'm already behind the times you know cuz who knows tomorrow nobody's going to give a shit so but I just thought it was so hilarious how, how how many people are doing it. That's so
0: that's so interesting because I've never even thought about that. But that makes perfect sense because they always do. Like anytime yeah. I throw mine, they always end up like they might land on the side, but then they always stand up.
1: Oh, okay, so you're saying okay, Perf- personal reference there? Yeah. The,
0: what what is just it called? always happen? Starts with an A, A C. Uh, doesn't matter. Go on.
1: But yeah, no, that was, that was it with that one. I just thought that was a funny thing because I, I was surfing the net real quick to get some topics to talk about. And I was yeah, just last like, minute? Yeah, last minute, you know, just prepping Piece of shit. Like I said, I woke up and I was like, oh
0: yeah. Seven o'clock, oh shit.
1: <laughs> well yeah, our schedules aren't always lining up, so Not whenever it works, it works. But yeah, I just I thought that was really funny. Um, the other thing is old news, kind of. Um, but I don't know if you saw this. Uh, it was like Steve Irwin's... Birthday or something like that. I know exactly where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, so Google like made a nice little thing Banner. for Steve. Yeah, like for the Google homepage yeah, and things. Drawing. And of course, Peta said like you know this is ridiculous because he he had said well, let me go. I'll just reference the tweet here. Um, blah blah blah. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, it says it sends a dangerous, fawning message. Wild animals are entitled to be left alone in their natural habitats. Just saying, like, he was just, you know, he was, he was wrestling wild animals yeah. uh, while they were minding their own business. And it's just, like, PETA. I, like, like, PETA is not... They don't have a good track record right now, because a lot of people just they don't, don't like PETA right now. I mean, it, it makes sense to like him, because, you know, okay, yeah, animal cruelty is bad, but, like... <laughs> Why are you gonna go after Steve Irwin? Yeah. Like for sure. That's the worst the like like well, this. They, this they pay for globally the, loved person. Yeah. Who, you know, he was he did so much good and the he, amount did so he did so much education like and, for for the for everybody. And like, the
0: conservation that probably has happened because of him alone is yeah. probably
1: he, he has like even now, I mean he's passed, um rest in peace, his kids. but... kids. But yeah, he has a foundation and things like that are still to this day like doing so much good and help. And, and Peter goes and says, "No, this is this is an outrage. Like, why would why would you like this?" Which it's it like it honestly is not even like I can't even side with them at all. It's like because usually you know you want to kind of weigh out the thing, but it's like why would you hate on Steve Irwin? Like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like he he did so much good. You are gonna go and hate on? Okay, yeah, he made a video that. You know he made people interested in a video because he investigated a crocodile or something like that.
0: Well, especially with him being dead, like why would you st- why would you stomp on somebody's already dead came defend himself? Didn't even have to because every single person in the world fucking jumped oh, no. on him people got every them. group of people that you can think of was
1: all over that shit. Oh, it was funny too, actually the I think it wasn't I think I saw this in the news before, but then I also saw because we were talking about Franz. Last week yeah. uh, with Attila, but Fran said, quote tweeted it, and said, Call Out 3 is coming. <laughs> it it said, said what was? Call Out 3. Call Out 3, Because, oh, you know, me. I think he, he, uh, he made a whole uh, whole thing about calling out the Stingray for killing Steve Irwin. <laughs> yeah. And now so he's going he's gonna to go at PETA, PETA. pretty I, they, damn hard. I don't think he will. I, I, I mean, we'll see. But uh, I just thought that was funny as well. But, yeah, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, who's the social media guy for PETA that's just, like, hates his life? Like, I won't. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I guess, I mean, pure, like, don't mess with animals. Yeah. Like, sure. But you gotta, in that same vein, look at how much good he did. Yeah, ridiculous amount of good. Like, also, there's,
0: PETA there's, it outweighs it. Really quickly? Yeah. Uh, in, in 2014, PETA killed 2,324 of the 2,626 animals it, it acquired as strays, um, and in 2015 it killed another uh, 1,494. Is and, this from like and from to, like and kill, killing, th-
1: killing them or like what do you call it? It's like putting them out of their misery, but
0: yeah, I'm basically mercy killing, which yeah. is bullshit because they're all for ethical treatment of animals, but would they? is that ethical to kill a shit ton of animals just well,
1: because? Yeah, it's like you, you're, they're appointing themselves as, like, the hand of God there.
0: Yeah, and then in
1: 2016, they killed 1,442 animals. Now, of course, I understand, like, animals, and uh, it's it's an epidemic with, you know, having stray animals all over the place and the diseases spread and then, you know, having not enough money to care for them and all the adoption centers that need, you know, funds, necessary funds to take care of those animals. Yeah. And that, yeah, that makes sense. But it, yeah, it is unfortunate when you have this organization that's like, they, they like claim
0: to, to be for animals, but Bob Barker did more for the population of animals than they could ever do just by <laughs> saying spay and neuter your pets. Right, He right. fucking probably saved a lot of lives from PETA, stopped
1: them from having a, an extra couple million animals to kill. Right, right. Yeah, it's just it's an unfortunate thing. Um but yeah, I just that's just sucks that that's got to happen. Like why would you I don't know. It I'm have just to thinking happen. about I'm just thinking about that well, sorry, I'm not talking about all the animals and all the animal unfortunate deaths and things that have that have happened, but just talk talking about like this like this media like the media person for Peta that's like Decided. Oh, this is what I'm gonna do with our our stand our our podium that we're put upon here. But I'm gonna spread hate. Overall, against this.
0: overall, it's a very positive thing that they do. The problem is that they're essentially a terrorist group at this point, right? <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> seriously, they just fucking attack That's people us. for a political reason.
1: I guess I was gonna say terrorism is a, terrorist is a strong word, but it's not. It, it's not. It's unfortunately not. It's scary anymore. Ba-
0: basically, terrorism, I think like the actual definition is not this, but essentially terrorism is attacking a group or, or, or people as a whole for political gain right, or to, okay. to push a political ideology. So it may not – it's basically scaring people to, to yeah, do what yeah, you to want. Yeah, to their own – yeah, so, to do their so own throwing, what they want. So throwing, quote-unquote, blood, which is really just red paint on people who wear fur coats. Right. That's terrorism. Because that's assaulting somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean, which isn't necessarily PETA doing that, but it, yeah, the people that are supported by or it, supporting PETA.
0: Yeah, it's it's just uh, it's y- a bunch of wacky people with good ideas. They just don't know how to fucking to push them I without just, being. Shitty. We're
1: we're in a society of extremes, so I I guess it makes sense that there's an opposing side that's just as extreme as the other side. Whereas, you know, you got people, you know, millionaires or whatever going out on safari hunts still killing endangered animals and yeah. things. like trophy killing. But So, I mean, it makes sense. We got extremes on both sides. But there's got to be a meat in the middle there because especially – I'm just – the focus of what I wanted to say was like PETA already, you know, down the hole a little bit with what we're talking about. Yeah. But like using that platform that they have to just – like, they could have said something else, like, maybe, I mean, they could have maybe said their own message about, you know, be careful and, you know, taking care of, you know, make sure you don't, you know, interact or mess up with animals. Like, you could even say, like, Steve was a professional, he did this, and, you know, he had, it was a different time and whatnot, but, like, they just go after him and say, oh, well, no, f- fuck him, like, that's, that's not right, it's dangerous. It's just not, they're just not fixing the problem that they're, announcing. No, they're, they're, it's just like becoming more of a problem. Making like issues. there's no discussion, there's just a more more issue. It's mudslinging. It's like politics yeah. in general right
0: now. But well, yeah. Uh real quick, Charlie doesn't like when I say this, but you know, the um You're going to say it anyway. Yeah. Well, so you're talking about the, the trophy hunting, which I think the people who do trophy hunting are really shitty people and there's no need for them to do it. Right. But typically when you go, you get a guide, which yeah. is somebody from that from that area with a village yeah, most the, of the money there's goes somebody making money. Well, well, most of the money goes towards conservation and that's the only reason why those animals are still alive. Like um there's there's some t- there's a type of
1: I see I I see what you're saying because they do that in America. Like I know there's yes. a big thing about African safaris, but I know what you're talking about because they do that here like with different animals that are you know, overly populated and things like that. Like they'll have reserves Yes. and things like that, and it's like, oh, go hunt these animals, please.
0: Well, well, the difference is... But, is, like, when
1: it's, I don't know, because it's more shock value when it's a lion well, or something. I,
0: I think it's wrong to do it, but also, typically, when you're doing it, when you're killing these endangered, these endangered animals, a lot of the money goes towards keeping up the reserve because then they have more product to sell, right? Yeah. So then they have a higher population because they're actually incentivized to keep those animals safe and then only take the million dollars every now and then because they have people that come in to do it. Yeah, and, and then unfortunately also, that's
1: how the system works. But I, yeah, I just because I, there's God. Obviously, I'm not donating all my salary to you know conservation work. Yeah, which I I would if I could, but I you know there's you know, situations that people are in that you know you're not you know you can't do that. Of course, but and it's not to say that that would fix the problem as far as trophy hunters. Like, they got to do what they got to do, I guess, like what you're saying. The conservationists, you know, they're going to get that much money for unfortunately ending the life of one of those endangered animals. animals. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, but yeah, that's the system that has been in place now.
0: Yeah. Well, and and if they don't, then there's nobody there to stop poachers. Right. And it gets much worse. Um, And a lot of times, you know, you just see them taking the heads back, right? But most of the times, that the rest of the animal goes to the villages around the area because yeah. those people are, because the people who own the reservations or run the reservations, Yeah, they have an they agreement. Live, they live in those areas, so what they'll do is they'll bring the, the carcass, the rest of the body, to those villages and it'll feed a village
1: for, for weeks and they, Which it is keeps a, them alive. I guess it, if it's, not necessarily regulated, but, yeah, if it's through that vein and that's happening and that's good that we're stopping the poachers, that's good. It's regulated the other by the thing market. is The other thing is it, these quote-unquote millionaires that are going and doing this crazy safari hunt, they could also just donate that money and, like, hey, I really like animals. But, I mean, obviously there's a the whole thing. They want to go hunt the animal. But, I mean, they could just give the money to them instead of, like, going and – hunting something.
0: Yeah, they could, but, you know, people are shitty. But what they're doing is they're capitalizing on shitty people yeah. and being able to, and, and helping see, yeah, with keeping I see, those I animals. I see your
1: point. Like it, that, that makes sense, and, and it sucks that that's the way the system works. It,
0: it is shitty, because you would think that people would be willing to donate to causes such as that, but the problem is typically when you donate, a lot of the money doesn't go towards what you're donating to, and it's hard to track that typically, which is why mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. Going straight through the reserve just turns out to be better, because if you're paying for the service, then they can always put money back in. And like I said, that the owner of the reservation is making money off of it, so they have incentive to keep the animal population up. So it it ends up being a net good, but it's through yeah, it's but through it, a negative.
1: Yeah, it's it's addition by subtraction. But yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, yeah, I just it does. I don't know. I'm it's, just I'm not a fan of that. No, me neither. It's like neither. it's definitely like it's there seems like there's a there is a better way, but it you know, it's not the easy way. It's
0: definitely counterintuitive, but it works, unfortunately. So Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Anyway, back to my list here. We talked about Atlanta United. I was going to talk about the Game of Thrones trailer, but I don't know if you're super into Game uh, of Thrones. That's not my thing. Maybe we get Charlie on here. We can talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> she will never be on this podcast. Why not? She doesn't want to. She doesn't like the sound of her
0: voice like that. Yeah, she, well, she doesn't she, have to listen to it. She thinks she sounds silly. Uh,
1: <laughs> she,
0: she wouldn't even record the, Hey, suck my dick.
1: <laughs> we got to release that now. Yeah, um, well, when we were, when she, we were yeah, recording... Yeah, I guess you're right. She didn't want to do that. She we didn't were, want to do the original recording. and that, That's what it became.
0: Yes, when we were recording... The, like the little demo for the EP, she wouldn't even fucking just read a line, that every that everybody else had read. This
1: is different though. This isn't like scripted. Like, hey, can you say this into a microphone? This is more like just conversation. We could trick her into it. How about that? We'll just set a mic up.
0: Hide a mic when we're living together. <laughs> yeah. Or when we're she'll living in the, new the apartment, it'll be a lot more natural. I feel like. She,
1: yeah, we'll get her on, especially because later down the road she'll be here.
0: Way more often, yeah. She'll be more
1: here and then more here. Well, if we record at your new place, oh, yeah, she'll be right with us. Yeah, I'll just pull her in and say, Hey, let's talk Game of Thrones for a second because Nick is lame.
0: Yeah, no, I think that would be fine. I think she might be willing to do that. Yeah, just Uh, know, just know she thinks Jon Snow is hot and that would be her hall pass.
1: (laughs) That's her hall pass, that's her hall pass. Is that what we call it? A hall pass, not just a pass? Yeah, Yeah, it's a hall pass. All right, that's interesting. Yeah, Jon Snow, really. Yeah, I don't know. He's cool character. I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm also not gay, so I don't know what to do there. But I mean, he's not the most attractive guy. I don't know. She thinks he is, so that's her thing. I guess that's cool. That's fine. Anyway, um, yeah, Game of Thrones new trailer just dropped. It's pretty psyched for the uh, for the new season, the final season here.
0: Yeah, I, I cool. saw. I saw that on the news and I was going to say something to you, but I imagine that you already knew about it. Yeah. So I'm top about it, that.
1: dude. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're not going to go into that. Um, the other thing I have here. Oh, uh, speaking of other trailers and releases, uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know if you saw the new, um, I have a picture here I can show you so we can talk about that, but like they're releasing, cause there's going to be a movie, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about that. But here, look at this. But yeah, that's the uh, that's what he's gonna look like.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is gross. <laughs> yeah, it's uh what the a, hell there, is that? There's
1: a lot going on with that. What's going on with they, that?
0: They should got the animators for the new Pokemon Detective movie because that honestly, looks like shit. Honestly, when I well, like, this good. picture
1: isn't necessarily the most flattering. There's other, I mean, there's a, a couple pictures from like like title cards and things like that. But yeah, honestly, when I first saw this, the first thing I thought about was the uh, was the the new Pokemon movie because I was like, they're just they're these creating these, actions. yeah, it's just making all these animated things that were you know nostalgic or whatever, like for our generation and you know whatever. But they're they're creating this live action thing that <laughs> just looks a little cringeworthy. That,
0: that's pretty cringy, man. I yeah. hope it doesn't look like that.
1: I, I mean, that's the idea right now. God damn it. That
0: <laughs> was right in your ear. <laughs> you
1: fucker. Hey yeah. hey hey uh, Asa, since you did that, here, come over here. Let's talk about crash team racing.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna step out from this one. Oh you wanna step out Come on out? Asa. You know we're at an hour, so you can just make it quick. If you want you yeah, don't have to be just, here for as long as you do were little, last time. Let's
1: do a couple of minute thing about crash team racing, dude. Everybody, this is Asa Black. He's back again. Our uh, our favorite guests, our only guests. Here he is, Asa. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All right. No more. What uh, do you want to talk about, Crash? Well, we love playing Crash all the time. We do. We play a lot. Yeah, we fuck done. on. Um, but anyway, we got so we got the reignited trilogy version of the new one, right? Mm-hmm. The whatever they I, they have a name? Or is it just Crash Team Racing? Yeah, it's, remade. Uh, I think it's Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Right, right, okay. Yeah, just a remake of the old Crash Racing game. Yeah, which... Which was great. Yeah, because like, that's what we've been playing tons of now, um, which now this new game's coming out, and like you have the counter. It's like 100 days, <laughs> like, yeah, that. like that. Yeah, something like that. But that's going to be uh, pretty awesome. We just yeah. saw, or you had saw, did you want to talk about the new cool things as far as maps and things like that, tracks that we saw? That, oh, you're just talking about that, like that soft leak. Yeah. Yeah, the Spyro possible. Yeah, you trial. just you'd found it and it sounded like an interesting. Yeah, uh, no, I mean it was kind of cool. I mean, I was just browsing the internet and I looked up on Reddit as is one of the things I do now. And uh apparently this um this uh concept artist got hired out by some developer, wasn't naming who, but basically what they were working on was uh concept art for a racing game that is that was coming out, right, and very he released timing. his exactly, and he released the the art that he was hired to do for the project. He ended up not getting the job, but he posted all this to reddit um and he shows the concept art, and it very much looks like like Spiro it's, like it's like super Spyro-esque. very heavily inspired by Spiro which is so, I feel like is something we want anyway, because obviously they re- re- released the Spiro Reignited Trilogy. And we had the the new remaster for the base, like the three Crash games. So it just makes sense. No, it, o- it only makes sense. Yeah, to just put, and, them, and put the, them in there. And both of them are owned by Activision. It would only make sense that they would put like, this Spyro is, as gonna, a character in It's going to be a goldmine. It's like, like even if they don't have, you know, I, I just, think just it's the right move. Yeah, it, just with the original release being just the, a game exactly how it was, just prettied up made nice and every you know all the tracks i mean i don't i guess they'll do the story um and all that stuff like that's going to be awesome but then you know when they we get the multiplayer like online multiplayer which is going to be the coolest thing ever Mm -hmm. and then you know like dlc or additional content as far as you know if we can get the spyro stuff Mm -hmm. um i think that's going to be awesome yeah i think it's i think it's the right way to go and it only makes sense uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. This post went up on Reddit. Uh, has since been taken down. All of this information that was up, people. I wonder if they came after him. And well, that's sure. what a lot of people are thinking. Um, that's what a lot you of people. You think he are would thinking. have violated an NDA when he when he released that? I really don't know. It's possible. And but yeah, it it has since been taken down. Well, I'm glad I'm glad glad we found it because I that's I mean that's a little bit more of a. It's pretty uh, satisfaction uh, in what we're gonna get. It definitely would not be a surprise now for them to say that that is all coming into the game. But they yeah, could. I mean, what I'm thinking though is like it won't be in the initial launch. You know, that'll be like, haha, here's the base game, and then like a month later, the Spyro pass. Know? Yeah, like something something awesome come through with like three new characters, all this different stuff. It would be terrible if it was just skins. Yeah, <laughs> like if it was a Spyro skin on Crash, it was just like an avatar Crash wearing Spyro's <laughs> flesh. It's just like the creepiest, weirdest thing. Well, too, no, but now we're in the like because we obviously we got you know the days of the Switch, which Crash Team Racing is going to be released on. It will be on the Switch. Switch. Yeah. Which so now we are in the days of Mario Kart uh, Deluxe and the multiplayer you know ability for that, which is awesome. Like because everybody you know everybody loves Mario Kart. Obviously, there's a huge thing, a huge following for the Crash because everybody's... I mean, from the videos that we've watched, mm-hmm. like there's it seems like Crash. A lot of people think it's the superior cart racer. Bill, because it is. <laughs> Sorry, right? I just wanted to, yeah, no, clarify there. there that uh, what we think. But uh, I, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting as far as what they can do with the game. Because obviously, it's like I'll be happy or we'll yeah. be happy with just from what I've pretty, seen. It looks like a pretty they're making, game with multiplayer. Exactly. From but, what I've seen, it looks like they're making a really, really true uh, recreation of the original one. Yeah, because the, they've already released gameplays and things that you yeah. guys can find. Yeah. But uh, it's yeah, it looks like it's going to be an awesome uh, recreation of the game. But oh yeah, I think if they just take that same framework from that old game and update it, and then just add in a ton of new stuff that people want to see—new tracks, new characters—they've already added the whole customizing your cart system, which was necessary. So that's that's right. all. It's all. It lo- yeah, it all give looks us good. some stats on the cars and things like yeah. that. I definitely put in my pre-order. Yeah, yeah. After after canceling your original pre-order. <laughs> Going all digital now. Yeah, got rid of that. $300 physical. worth of physical media. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's the way to go, dude, with the PS5 coming out. Only makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was all I had here. Um, no, That's all good. Hey, well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude. Uh, we're definitely going to get a third mic so we can all talk at one point. Maybe sure. a fourth one. We'll just have one for the room. But uh, Sure thing. Well, I'm going to hand it back over to Nick. Thank you. All right.
0: Thanks, Asa.
1: So. Dead air. <laughs> Dead air. This that, is for you, Patrick.
0: That is definitely a cut spot. Okay. All right, guys. We're not gonna well, cut it. that's going to wrap it up for Chip Tooth Podcast that, episode four. Yeah, it's episode four. Nice. Almost at seven. Yeah. Magic that, number. That
1: magic number. Yeah. Awesome. So,
0: uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating. And yeah, please.
1: Uh, on uh, Yeah, because now we've got iTunes, so all of that uh, play back and forth really helps us.
0: Yeah, it helps with the algorithms and makes us a little bit easier to discover. If you guys, and also if you guys could do us a favor and go find us on Facebook and and Instagram... Uh, we
1: What are we called there? Uh,
0: Chiptooth Pod uh, is, is like our a handle. That, that's our handle on Instagram and on Facebook. If you search Chiptooth Podcast, uh, we have a page there, and that'll keep you guys up to date on releases, uh, new episode names before they're released. And if we ever have any guests, uh, once we get more mics, uh, we'll do a little. Like <laughs> little,
1: it is kind of funny. We have Ace on, but I don't even think we, do we ever say like featuring Asa? Oh, it's
0: no, it's never been planned. I mean, I, I'll probably put it. In he's the just description. our,
1: he's our, uh, he's our stand-in.
0: Yeah, but uh, we'll drop draw- cor- a
1: correspondent.
0: Yeah, and of course, uh, he's also a part of the
1: team. Yeah,
0: uh, of course, we would like to, um, or we would really appreciate it if you guys went onto our anchor page and support us because every dollar helps us and will allow us. And you said you could do ninety nine. You can do ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and dollars well, speaking of,
1: we got uh, Chandler.
0: Yeah, Chandler Smith, uh, a good friend of mine from uh, high school, and I play video games with him now a lot. Yeah, Chandler,
1: I was. Uh, you probably don't know me. I was friends with your brother, Cameron. Yeah, but uh, thank you so
0: much for but, your monthly.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks for supporting anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's it's amazing. It, I'm it really. really helps. A, we're really appreciative, and we're we're working towards that goal of. Um, of being able to buy better mics to get rid of the Echo and some of the yeah, audio Yeah, better
1: production, issues. better everything.
0: Yeah, and, and all the money that gets donated goes right back into the podcast to make it better for you guys. Um, so we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen, uh, rate, and review. and um, Like and subscribe. <laughs> We're not on YouTube. Favorite. <laughs> Favorite. Turn on that notifications bell. Smack that button. Yeah, smash that like button, <laughs> <laughs> and that subscribe button. Oh, God. Yeah, but... Um, but yeah, uh we'll be back next week on Friday for another Yeah,
1: yeah we'll have to figure that out. With episode the release schedule now. Well, We're coming up on some important dates, so we'll get some things together here.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll have Maybe to Maybe some
1: special special broadcasts. podcast broadcasts. What do you
0: mean by that? I don't know.
1: We got important dates coming up. We can do special things.
0: We can bring it out um
1: we'll see. We don't need to say anything now. We'll leave it for them to to find out
0: yeah but with uh, with with some big dates coming up for for me personally uh, including my wedding and my honeymoon uh, we will be uh, we'll probably have a couple episodes uh, pre-recorded so that we can release them uh, on the regular release schedule yeah but you guys
1: won't notice it'll be fine
0: yeah it'll be just like this so alright Nick let's wrap it up alright thanks guys
1: alright thank you adios